Welcome back to this week's episode of Grief with Grace. Before I get into today's episode, I want to remind you, as you listen to this episode, to come from an open, compassionate heart, both for yourself and anyone you know who might be experiencing some of the things that I'm going to talk about. I know that it can be so easy as humans to judge ourselves and others for not doing our grief or trauma the way that we think it should be done. And that really prevents us from moving forward on our healing journey. So let's get started. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that, I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. So today I want to talk about some of the ways that I have seen my clients avoid their grief or trauma. This is important because it's another it's another point of awareness for us on this journey. And we all do this in one way or another at various times in our life. So again, no judgment, no criticism of ourselves or other people. The key really is to, like with everything that I talk about, um, it's to bring a new level of awareness to it, to the fact that we're doing it, and then course correct. So some of the ways that I have seen women avoid their grief or their trauma or avoid their healing is through things like uh, alcohol, you know, overindulging in alcohol, abusing alcohol, abusing prescription drugs or non-prescription drugs, um, getting overly involved in a cause usually related to your trauma or grief. There is absolutely nothing wrong with getting involved in a cause related to your trauma or grief, but if you are spending all of your waking hours on that, it's an avoidant mechanism. Um, another one is spiritual bypassing or spending all your time, all of your waking time connecting to spirit or meditating. I've talked about this on other episodes, but it's something I see frequently with women who are especially bereaved mothers. Um, but also I've worked with women who who do this, who are healing from a divorce um, or from other kinds of trauma, like sexual trauma, that kind of thing. Um, oh, how could I forget this one? Because this is my go-to. Work, it's another common one. It's always been my go-to all my life. If I look back over the course of my life, Anytime I was going through a particularly 
difficult, challenging time, if I'd experienced some kind of trauma, I would bury myself in work. Another way that we do it is through ongoing chronic illness. Now, I'm not talking about like a heart attack, okay? I'm talking about like an ongoing infection, an ongoing some kind of physical illness. Because if we're sick, we don't have the capacity to work with our grief or our trauma. We can just set it aside. It's almost like people give us a pass on things when we're sick, but it can become a problem when it's ongoing and when we don't resolve it. Now, there's another way that we avoid our healing, and that's by staying in our grief or trauma. I see this frequently in Facebook groups that I'm in for bereaved mothers, where women just get stuck in their grief and they literally cannot function in life. They cannot clean their house. They cannot cook for their family. They're stuck in the freeze piece of the fight, flight, or freeze response to trauma. Again, there's no judgment or criticism with any of this. It's just hopefully making you aware so that you can look at your coping mechanisms and see where you might be doing this. You know, I had a session with a client just this morning and the phrase, tap, tap, knock, knock, bang, bang came up. If you haven't heard of that before, it's the idea that God or our higher self or our intuition gives us a nudge about something at first. That's the tap, tap. That usually comes as like a fleeting thought or a whisper in our mind or um, a feeling in our body. And if we ignore that, if we do not take action on that, then, um, and if we continue doing whatever we've been doing, then we get a stronger nudge and that's the knock, knock. So that might be a message in a book or a friend bringing something to our attention. And if we ignore that, then we get the bang, bang from the proverbial spiritual two by four. And that happens when we've ignored the tap, tap and the knock, knock. And a couple of examples of this are when a relationship ends. If you've been getting signs that something isn't right with your relationship, maybe even from the very beginning of the relationship, and yet you didn't end the relationship, well, all of a sudden the relationship might end um, seemingly on its own. It could be that you get into a car accident. It's just some kind of really powerful bang from the universe to let you know that something is out of alignment in your life and you've been ignoring the signs. For me, recently, it was getting an acute respiratory infection and being sick almost the entire month of January. I had not been spending time on my healing throughout the previous um, few months before that. So my body, my spirit, my soul forced me to stop all of the doing and focus on my healing again, both my physical body and my spiritual body. It's when we are forced to slow down or to stop and heal in some way. That's the bang, bang. It gives us the opportunity to really look at where we're out of alignment in our lives, where we've been pushing, um, pushing our emotions down, pushing down the grief, the trauma, pushing it all to the side. And what we're really doing is we're avoiding the emotions, the lower level emotions that come with grief and trauma that are uncomfortable, that don't make us feel good, that we don't want to address, acknowledge, dive into, sit with, or live with. 
but it's when we do sit with them and live with them that they can move through us, and that's when we heal. But again, we tend not to do that, and instead we engage in these coping mechanisms that I've been describing. I've seen it manifest as things like breast cancer in grieving moms and um, ovarian cancer in women who have experienced something like sexual assault. Now, don't misunderstand. Women who develop those types of cancers haven't always had those exact experiences, but it is frequent. And not all women who experience those things develop those particular cancers. But the emotions and trauma and grief that shoved aside will cry out for attention in some ways. And those are just a couple of examples of ways that it can happen. But avoiding our grief or trauma is a coping mechanism. It's just how are we choosing to to avoid our grief or trauma? As I said, for me, it's overworking. Some people, it's it's overeating, overdrinking, overspending, um, whatever it is for you. We've been conditioned as a society to shove the uncomfortable uncomfortable emotions to the side and just push through. Society doesn't want to deal with any of this. And so we don't want to deal with any of it. It is uncomfortable. It is, it makes us uncomfortable and it makes other people uncomfortable. And yet it's the pathway to our healing and to our breakthroughs with our healing. The key with all of this is harmony. Those things that I've mentioned, again, overworking, um, overeating, overdrinking, using prescription drugs to numb ourselves or illegal drugs to numb ourselves, all of those things also become a form of addiction as well as avoidance. And here's something that I'll be talking more about um, in a different way in the future, but addiction issues are a sign that our root chakra is completely out of alignment. And just as a side note, if you feel that any of this resonates with you and that your root chakra may be out of alignment, something you can do to help bring it more into alignment is wear the color red, use um, like buy red flowers, use red accessories, wear red accessories, um, incorporate the color red, eat foods that are red in color. And then also nourish your bodies. This goes for any ways that you are avoiding your grief. Nourish your bodies, your physical, your mental, your emotional, and your spiritual bodies, because that will help you come back into alignment in all aspects of your life in those areas. And it will help you, it will help pull you out of whatever avoidant mechanism you have chosen. Again, we all do it in one way or another. It might be watching too much TV. That's another one. Don't have to deal with things if I'm caught up in the latest Netflix series, right? The key with all of this is to catch yourself and then course correct. Don't beat yourself up. Don't be judgmental about yourself. Just course correct. Notice it. Ask yourself what you're avoiding, which emotion in particular you are avoiding. Ask yourself, what you can do in this moment to nourish yourself, to show yourself love and compassion, and then what you can do to course correct going forward. Also, something that's helped me throughout my journey over the last several years, even before my son went to spirit, is 
seek guidance and readings and healings from a mentor to help you navigate your way through it. I do intuitive healings. I do intuitive readings for people to see where your chakras are out of balance in some way. And then I help give healings to people to help them bring themselves back into balance and heal parts of yourself that need healing, that are ready to be healed. Um, So if you're interested in pursuing that and seeing if any of that um, is right for you at this time, email me at info at laurielatimer.com. We can schedule a complimentary session to see if it would be a good fit for you or not. But I sincerely believe, no, I don't just believe, I know that all of our experiences in this human life are here to help us grow and evolve as a soul. That is why I am so passionate about helping people heal at soul level so that we can evolve past the human traumas that we've experienced in this life and in past lives. That's how we evolve as a soul. All right. I think that that's all for this week. Um, I know this was probably a shorter episode, but I just made a few quick little bullet points this morning and this is what came through. Um, So if you have questions, Again, email me, info at laurielatimer.com. Reach out to me on social media, DM me. I'm very, very accessible. So until next week, I am sending you all so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.